Blog Talk Radio. Across the country and around the world, streaming live on the internet, it's Real Estate Coaching Radio, bringing you the latest news, interviews, and secrets of the top producers. Hosted by award-winning real estate coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. This is Tim Harris. Julie is on coaching calls today. And we're broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. We have a very special co-host today. And without any further delay, um, Mr. Tim Ventura, our producer, would like to read her introduction. Go ahead, Tim. Well, thank you very much. Yes, Constance Friedman is the managing director of Second Century Ventures Fund. She manages all aspects of the fund, from cultivating investment opportunities to helping portfolio companies achieve their strategic goals. Constance is also the vice president of strategic investments for the National Association of Realtors, where she also assesses key strategic investment initiatives within the NAR and is the founder and managing director of REACH. Second Century Ventures Technology Accelerator Program. Constance comes to Second Century Ventures with an entrepreneurial background in venture capital, technology, and real estate. And she takes an active board role in all of the SCV portfolio companies, including Reach, DocuSign, Updater, SimForm, and Excelligent. So without any further ado, let me bring Constance in. Constance, are you with us? I'm here. Wonderful. Thank you you so much for having me today. No problem. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate it. Sure thing. Okay, great, Constance. So I was really looking forward, actually, of all the interviews that Tim was lining up for us. I think, to be honest with you, uh, I'm probably nervous for yours and maybe two or three others because I've been so much looking forward to meeting you. So nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you as well. Um, So what exactly – we have a series of questions we've written down, and I'm hoping that we can kind of go in whatever direction you'd like to on this interview because I think a lot of realtors, and those are our primary primary audience as agents, obviously, you know, they don't even know that uh, National Association of Realtors even has a venture arm and, you know, what the heck a venture arm does or making investments. They just really – you know, this is totally new information to them. So what exactly does Second Century Ventures Fund do? Sure. So what we're focused on really is identifying the technology companies that really can make a difference in innovating the real estate industry and keeping the realtor at the center of the transaction. So we all look at uh, the industry is inundated with uh, you know everyone on your on your call is probably inundated with different technology vendors hitting them all the time. And what we do is we go through literally thousands of them. And we pick the cream of the crop, the ones that we really think can make a difference in helping realtors and members of real estate agents to um, perform better in their jobs. Now, whether that is uh, more efficiently, save themselves some more time, something that can affect their bottom line, or give a much better customer experience, um, that's what we're really focused on is identifying those technologies that can do that. And you know, in a place right now where 54% of business comes from past clients or referrals, it's more important than ever for real estate agents to be giving their clients the best experience possible and try to raise that percentage for their own personal um, their own personal 
stats and 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 improve their business. And so, you know, part of what we look for are those companies that are going to uh, help create create that better customer experience. Uh, never before have customers had more data at their fingertips. They're online, they're mobile, they're social, and this changes the way that agents really need to be communicating with their clients. Uh, changes the way that they need to be doing business with them. And again, to increase that uh, likelihood that they're going to get that referral or get that past client coming back to them, they need to do everything possible to to create a great experience. And you know, similarly, brokers and MLSs and boards—they're all—they're all after the same thing and attracting agents, retaining agents, and making it easier for them to give a great client experience. So, in summary, that's that's really what we're all about—is looking for those technologies that are going to help do that. So I mentioned—I heard you mention I was writing, taking notes while you're talking. I heard you mention MLSs, brokers. Obviously, there's a lot of different you know aspects and folks that are involved in the real estate industry. Who do you consider to be your primary customer when you're choosing a technology to uh, back a company to fund? Well, I think that it's not necessarily any one. Uh, I think the whole ecosystem of real estate is uh, is, is a customer uh, for the technology companies, and you know, part of our job really is to help the technology companies understand that. So we see startups come into this industry all the time, and we see them bang their heads against the wall for a couple of different a couple of years trying to figure it out because it really is a complex ecosystem here. And so one of the things that we do, particularly through our, our REACH, our Technology Accelerator Program, is we give education to the tech companies that we back, and we help them understand that there are agents and brokers and, and there are all these different constituents, and that coming into this industry, they likely should have an offering for each of the constituents, and they need to make sure that they're doing so in a way that's not stepping on each other's toes um, and in a way that's going to just benefit the the whole ecosystem. And so um, I would say that there's not one primary target. Uh, many of our companies serve multiple, um, you know, multiple targets. But but one of the big things that we do is we help them understand who, how, where, and what when they come into this industry. What's your criteria when you're when you're evaluating a company to invest in? What are the what are the things you look for? They're, they're basic, maybe three or four things that are important. Um, that either like we'll get a second meeting for these folks, or basically that was nice to meet you and c- call us back when you've got it sorted out. Is there any criteria? Certain things you run filters you run folks through. Yep, absolutely. So at the highest level, every company that we back is going to have two things. Uh, first is they have to have some type of realtor value associated with it. So if they don't, if it's a really cool company. Uh, but they don't have any applicability within real estate, it's not going to be the right fit for us. And similar, and then the second big thing is that they need to have a significant, we have to believe that there can be a significant financial return. So if it's a really cool tool within real estate, but, you know, it's a super niche kind of thing, uh, that's also not going to be the right fit for us because both the, the realtor value and a financial return have to be there. Once they've passed the the, the kind of smell test for, for those two things, um, what we drill down further uh, depends on whether they're a Second Century Ventures candidate or a REACH candidate. So for Second Century Ventures, this is the venture fund where we actually um, invest in companies. We we generally look for companies that have a proof of concept in the marketplace, and we define that by generally companies having 2 to $20 million in revenue or a significant customer base within real estate. Uh, we also have to believe that they can be a market leader, 
and we have to believe that they have the uh, potential to really provide, like I said before, a great value into the into the real estate space, but also um, to build that financial return, we really like companies that can be applicable in other mar- other industries as well. And DocuSign is a really great example of one of those companies. So DocuSign is an e-signature company, and they are um, you know very applicable with all the signatures that you have in a in a real estate transaction. But they also provide um, document digital transaction management, and you know again very 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 applicable within real estate. But it's also applicable within insurance and the financial industry, and it's embedded in Salesforce and. So it's applicable in multiple markets as well. And what that does for us is that it not only provides diversity in a downtime of a, of a real estate market, but it also provides the ability for the company to um, build margins in, in other industries as well and, and, and learn and best practices and, and invest, reinvest in its product. And by doing that, they, they're investing in a product that's going to be better for our industry also. So that, that's for Second Century Ventures. And then we also have a program called REACH, which is our technology accelerator program. And that's really for companies that are earlier stage. So we've had a lot of companies that were below that 2 to $20 million in revenue, but still had a high potential to get into the real estate space. And so what we did two years ago in 2013, we created a program called REACH. And this is where we take six to ten companies um, again, that we have to, they have to have that realtor value and a, and a potential for, for a high um, financial return, but maybe they're not at that, um, that, they don't have that proof of concept yet in the real estate space. So what we do with them is we put them through a nine-month program where we give them education, we give them mentorship, we have uh, 200 of the most influential people in real estate that are, that are mentors in the program. We give them uh, the ability to be part of something called an insight panel, which I encourage anyone on the call here to to be part of, um, but the insight panel is where you, where practitioners get to sign up and test these products for free in exchange for giving the feedback on the products so that the companies can create products very specifically for the real estate industry and very specifically to help help the real estate agents do their jobs um, better and more efficiently. And so we have about 1,500 people that are signed up for that, and then we also give these companies exposure. And um, we look at, we basically give them all the success tools possible to get into this, uh, launch into the real estate space. And over the course of the nine months, we um, we help them uh, understand real estate. We help them get into the space. And if they are, um, you know, looking as though they are, the industry is perceiving them well and, and this is an industry for them, then we can make a consideration through the Second Century Ventures Fund for investment. And, um Again, we have a lot of um, practitioners that, and agents that are very inter- that are very involved with this. And anyone on the call that's interested in being part of something like this can go to narreach.com/realtor to sign up and and test out some of these hot new technologies that we're finding each year. So, speaking of hot t- new technologies, uh, is there anything specifically that you're looking for? What when you're looking at the landscape of all the companies that are contacting you guys about funding, is there any specific, like I, I noticed there are just a ton of companies now that are in the sort of done-for-you lead generation space, you know, one form or another, they're going to generate leads and sell them back to realtors. That just feels really oversaturated 
to me. I don't know if it does to you. Are there any segments of the marketplace that you feel like are underserved? If I'm, you know, some technology guy with my hoodie in my garage and I've got to, you know, I can mm-hmm. code the heck out of anything and I'm wanting to, you know, work in the real estate space and work with you guys, it, what would you tell me to be developing right now? So there are two things that I'm personally interested in seeing that I'd like to see come into our class next year. Um, one, and there's there's many of these companies out there, but I haven't seen one uh, model that's really hit yet, and I'd like to see this happen, but that's crowdfunding specifically for real estate. I think that that is a market that can really change how real estate is done, or it will potentially change how real estate is done, and I want to be helping to influence how that happens for our industry in a way that, as I said before, keeps keeps the realtors at the center of the transaction, um, but also encourages home ownership throughout the uh, throughout the nation. Um, the second thing that I think uh, it would be really interesting is, um, you know, we used to talk about looking for companies that help the agents from prospect to close, and I think it's really important to really go post close now. So how do you add value? after a transaction is closed. And you know, many agents out there will send market reports, which I think are very useful, but you know, generally when, you, when a client for, just closes on a home, that's not quite as interesting. Um, but, but, but we need to find a way to have agents stay top of mind, and, but while adding value to the clients after that transaction is closed. And again, this goes back to um, that stat of earning referrals and, and past, past clients as new business. And so, you know, some of the things that I've seen out there are um, helping people find service professionals for contractors and and things like this. But, you know, other ways that the realtor can stay part of the kind of home ownership ecosystem, adding value post-transaction, I think would would be great to see. We've had other folks on the radio show that have said the exact same thing. There def- definitely seems to be some recognition of the fact that we need to figure out a way to sort of uh, get, bridge that gap between the seven-year typical cycle of someone putting an mm-hmm. house for sale. So that definitely makes sense. So are you are you solely uh, focused on technologies, or do you uh, invest in other ventures in terms of online technologies? Everything we've talked about so far, <clears throat> in essence, has been – um, some sort of application or software or some something like that. Do you ever invest in non-technology-based businesses? Uh, no, you know, there. I'll, I'll never say never, but our our prime focus is technology uh, is technology-based. So you know, maybe there's some uh, some cool new product out there that makes sense that's not very technology-oriented, but. Uh, we haven't come across one yet, so uh, never say never, but but it, so far it's pretty much all technology-focused. So what it sounds like is you guys are doing a little bit of both the pushing and the pulling. So you guys are pushing maybe for some development of some technologies where you see opportunity, but at the same time you're hoping to uh, helping to pull along companies that maybe could evolve their technology into the real estate space. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, we, we we don't develop anything ourselves, so we don't have a you know real incubator kind of concept here. We don't have the, the the resources for that. But so we are looking all at companies that currently exist today. Um, you know, if people have just ideas, you know, we're we're happy to talk to them. But we we don't really have a um, we're not really set up to to just work with ideas. So it really is working with companies that exist today. Where the push and pull comes is they may not exist within real estate. Um, right. you know, I'll give an example. We Video, which is a super simple video creation software 
they have about 3 million users growing at 250,000 users every single month, um, but not, not in real estate right now. So they're, they started in education. They're partners with Google and Disney and um, some of the other major um, companies out there, but they are just now turning an eye to real estate. And so this is where you know, we're really helping. They're part of the new REACH class, and we're, we're helping them come into the market because uh, you know there's there's a stat out there. I think it's ninety close to ninety percent of customers want a video on their website, and only about four percent are actually getting them. And so, um, why not? Well, what we're finding is that people find video to be too difficult, or uh, there's it seems like it's too technology advanced for the average agent to implement on their own. Well, what we video does is it makes it simple. I mean, they started in education, even six-year-olds can do it. So we, they make it a very simple way for, for anyone to create a, a very professional-looking um, video and, and very customized as well, so it's not just some canned thing, um, and, uh, and offer, offer a high-end-looking video for a, for a very low cost. My producer wrote this question down. I'm, I'm just going to ask it. Are you partnering at all with Move.com? Do they participate in your influence with decision-making in any way? Sure. Yeah, we don't have. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're so Move is also an investment company of NARs, and so we very informally, but um, but but work very closely informally with them. So um, oftentimes we uh, we talk through different technologies, and do we think that this one makes sense or that one doesn't make sense? Do we do, does any of our technologies in our portfolio make sense to be on? part of the move platform anywhere um, we're having those conversations all the time um, many of the executives within move are part of the mentor program for reach so they're they're talking to our reach companies all the time um, so both as we're looking at new technologies as well as trying to help our own portfolio uh, move is very involved in in pretty much everything we do so I'm, I'm kind of curious about you have an interesting perspective, obviously, on the industry. You're able to see down, you know, down roads and paths and into the horizon that a lot of folks in the industry don't see because you can literally decide which companies that you're going to help develop and which companies you don't think have a relevancy in the future necessarily in the real estate space. What's your perspective on the uh, proposed Trulia-Zillow merger? Do you have an opinion on that? That must be a conversation that's come up a couple times within your world. <laughs> I've heard it mentioned a half a million times now. I think, um, you know, I think uh, I, I I think it's an interesting, you know, it's an interesting merger. I mean, it, it kind of goes to what I was saying before. You know, I think that both, you know, all the portals are providing a service, and um, you know, they're obviously providing one that consumers are asking for, but they're also servicing agents as well. Otherwise, they wouldn't have so many agents as customers. And you know, our focus is that, um, you know, in many regards, we hear that they're they're doing something, but not, but a lot of people aren't necessarily so happy on how they've um, how they've done it, how they've implemented it within the real estate space. So a lot of what we're doing with our companies is we're uh, again trying to keep the um, realtor centric. And when we advise our, the companies in 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 our portfolio, it's is think first about how this affects the realtor, uh, and then um, you know, and, and everything else a little bit second. So um, we're trying to help them build their business in a way that is um, again realtor centric, uh, at, at top of mind. 
You know, I don't think – this is interesting. I hope all of our listeners are hearing what you just said because it's very, very important and worth repeating. Realtor-centric versus focus on something else. And that's what I'm hearing that she focuses on, and obviously that's what MOVE primarily focuses on too. So, you know, guys, make sure you're paying attention and you're listening, and also definitely consider being part of that mentorship program. So what are the, some of the most exciting technologies that you've looked at recently? The, the technology – Something that maybe comes to mind, or maybe you can't tell us. I just thought of my question after I asked it. Maybe you don't want to say, but something that you think everyone will be talking about a year from now. Is there are there any game changers out there that we need to be maybe thinking about? Sure. Yeah, I'd love to talk about some of uh, the companies within our portfolio. I really think are game changers. So, um, yeah, everybody now has heard of DocuSign. That's one that that uh, that I think has has changed the game in many respects. A lot of people don't know that they've moved to transaction rooms, so um, building a lot of different things within the uh, from you know from from the time that the the the, the contract is done all the way through close. So they they um, they provide service there as well. Uh, SmartZip is another technology that I think is one to really take a look at. They provide the ability to identify homes that are most likely to come on the market for for sale. So you said there's lots of lead uh, generation tools out there for buyers. There's not a whole lot of lead generation tools out there for sellers. And what SmartZip does is there. Yeah, we interviewed them, actually. Our listeners are very smart. Oh, great. Okay, so. I I didn't realize SmartZip was Yeah, predictive marketing platform. Yep, they're they're in the Reach 20, they're in the Reach 2014 program. Oh, that's a very cool technology. So I, I actually was, yeah, yeah. I think that, that's a great idea. It really changes the rules with regards to basically, you know, predictive marketing, but also it's the very definition of a focused approach, a drilled-down approach to finding the sellers most likely to move. I, it's, a fa- it's a fantastic concept, that's for sure. Yeah, another uh, another company speaking of the adding value post-transaction is Updater. And so what Updater does is they're an online, uh, they're a branded change of address platform. So, uh, you know, typically when someone goes to change their address and all the different places that they have to go, it can take weeks. But Updater allows someone to do this within minutes, not only for your USPS, but also your bank, your alumni profile, your credit cards. And it does all this with a realtor, real estate agent branded platform. And so what it does is um, the, the the agent can send their 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 an updater page to their clients with their branding on it, and then once the client even starts getting confirmations that the addresses are being changed, the branded uh, they get branded confirmation pages again. So the real estate agent's branding is with them, and the real real estate agent stays top of mind again even after the transaction is is complete. Um, and they're adding a significant amount of value to the client in the, in the, at the same time. Um, we have a company called, uh, well, I spoke about WeVideo. We have a company called Fundwell, which I think is very interesting. They are focused on helping small businesses meet, uh, meet lenders who are willing to fund expansion for small businesses. So, Traditionally, a small business, when they're looking for expansion opportunities, they go to their local bank. They don't have history. They don't have credit profiles, and they have, find it they have a 90% rejection rate rejection rate of getting underwritten. 
And what FundWell does is it finds those underwriters who are willing to uh, lend to the small businesses, and they have a 70% approval rating. So where that makes sense for real estate is that of our 110,000 brokerage offices that are out there, they're all small businesses, and when they're looking for expansion, um, this is a platform that they can go on. For those out there who are doing commercial real estate, it's a way to help their small businesses uh, find find financing for for their expansion plans. Interesting. So everyone's um, been talking for a while about uh, mobile, and I'm sure that's a, a space you guys were heavily invested in. What do you think the trend is after mobile? What will we be talking about after mobile, after that's no longer the thing that's on everyone's mind? Well, I think people have a long ways to go for mobile to catch up, but everything mobile is 100% necessary now, whereas even a year ago maybe people wouldn't have said that. Uh, but, you know, the next big thing is probably along the lines of wearables. You know, Google Glass isn't going to be, a, in my opinion, Google Glass isn't going to be the thing that goes mainstream, but it's an early version of something that will. Uh, so whether it's something you wear on your wrist or, um, you know, it's, it ends up being contact lenses or, you know, something of the sort, there's going to be some kind of wearable out there um, that, that'll, that'll end up being the next big thing. Um, maybe also car-ready as well. Talk about that. Well, um, I think that people are, you know, one of the big, big new technologies that I can't wait to see happen is the is the self-driven car. And within there, everything is going to be at your finger. Everything, well, you'll you'll have time to work while you're there. You'll have time to play. You'll have time to get a lot of different things done if you're not if you don't need to be concentrating on driving. And so, um, eventually. It'll get to the place where uh, it, you know you don't you don't want to keep your laptop in your car or your wearable or whatever it is, but there'll be something there that you can um, really change the way that we do business. Yeah, definitely. I think that's going to come. I mean, in San Francisco, obviously, Google's already you know th- there's a lot of interesting things in that particular space that are definitely it's definitely going to be worth watching. I bet you that evolves quicker than everyone anticipates as far as the, uh, the I hope day so. of being able to <laughs> yeah, You know what? I love cars. That falls outside of my line, investment I, scope oh, specifically. but <laughs> Yeah, but I, t- I totally agree because it would just be great just to get in there and say, okay, take me here, and then, yeah, you get on the phone or, you know, tend to your kid or whatever it is. That makes perfect sense. So social okay. media, that was something that everyone was talking about, like, I mean, doesn't that feel almost faddish now that as far as the idea that everything was going to evolve to social media? Do you feel like that was – what's your opinion on that? Well, yeah, it's it's faddish in some sense, but the fact is that people are still all over Facebook and people are all over Twitter, and I think it's become a way that you need to do business, and you, people need to recognize that. It's not um, – it, people, people should have a presence there, and they should – watch their ROI just like any other marketing channel that they use. But for right now, it's still a place that people should have a presence. And so, you know, there's um, there's a number of companies that we have within um, the REACH companies, again, that focus on social media. One company is called Lumentis. That one is a little bit more broker-based. And, and that, uh, you know, we, we recognize that, that almost all agents are on social media in some form, but 80% of their pages are dead, meaning they've put up a listing or they've gone there once or twice, but they don't really keep it active. And so what Lumentis does is it curates content, relevant content, 
and it allows a broker or someone in the office to post social media on behalf of the agent so that they do have an online presence even if they uh, the agents themselves don't have the time or energy or or, or wherewithal to do it on their own. Uh, what's the name of that company again? More, Constance, what's it, what that, that one, one again? called? It's Lumentus Social, L-U-M-E-N-T-U-S Social. Okay. And then the second company, that's more broker-focused, I would say. The second company that is um, looking at this space as well Actually, there's two other companies. One, but but one very similar is Back at You Media, and that one is more agent centric. And what Back at You does is they have a um, they they help brand a Facebook page for an agent and really help push that traffic back to the agent's website or their broker's website. Uh, you know where where people are spending their money on and and keeping you know content very refreshed and updated. But at the same time, they're providing a good presence um, and a refreshed presence, and they also help um, agents and brokers to do social media advertising and track the ROI on that. And then uh, the third company that really helps um, helps people with their, I'd say, just online presence, not necessarily social media, but online presence, is called Reach 150. And what Reach 150 does is they help collect testimonials on on the behalf of agents and then create an online a very positive online reputation for agents um, based on those client testimonials so after a transaction is completed an agent can send a link to the client the client can click on it they don't have to sign up for anything they write a testimonial and talk about the great experience that they had and then what reach 150 does is it allows um, the agent to uh, to post a widget on on their website or the broker to post one on, on his or her website that has all those testimonials uh, aggregated in one place. Uh, Reach 150 also has it on its own website and does uh, a lot of search engine optimization so that now when someone goes to Google the agent's name, they will show up as one of the top um, one of the top search hits because of all the search engine optimization that they've done. They suddenly have an online presence. And not only do they show up on the results, but they show up with all these great testimonials. Yeah, very interesting. I wrote all those down. Um, so, uh, buyers buying buyer leads has been a trend for a while since you know really Zillow. Well, even before then, Realtor.com really. But so, are we going to see a trend towards buying seller leads? We talked about um, other companies that are maybe in that space or getting into that space. Do you see that some, as something that's going to be emerging over the next 12 months? The move towards agents being able to buy seller leads? Yeah, I think that goes back to our discussion about SmartZip. Uh, that's where the predictive analytics really comes in in identifying who those sellers are. And once those people are identified, then um, then that's, that's, that's the first step. The other cool thing that SmartZip is doing is they just came out with a new product called Sphere Targeting. So not only can you draw a you know, a, a circle around a particular location to f- find out who's most likely to sell. But their new product allows you to download your uh, CRM or your Outlook um, but uh, or your Google Contacts all into the SmartZip platform, and then it will pull things like loan data and uh, and and do some demographic analysis and and give uh, uh, feedback on which of your contacts are most likely to move in in a given time period. 
And what SmartZip does on top of that is not only give the agents that data, but on either of their, their, those platforms that I mentioned, they also give them the tools to go and then market to them. So with the sphere targeting, they give um, an online tool which allows them to, you know, basically as the, as, as the contacts are going along their, their Internet browsing, um, suddenly the agents will start popping up. Um, so the agents can do their own outreach, but they can also be seen, um, you know, kind of behind the scenes as well. And then same thing with a marketing campaign that um, the the sphere targeting or yeah the 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 um, smart sorry the smart targeting does um, they they send out flyers to the to the uh, representative homes that 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 might be sold and um, provide a whole toolkit of marketing uh, online and offline marketing for the agents for those seller leads that 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 are most likely to sell. Um, a lot of our, a lot of the agents we talk to, as you know, the average demographic of an agent is someone that's nearing 60 years old, and they're kind of technology phobic. Um, and a lot of it has to do; it's not rooted in anything other than just a little bit of good old-fashioned paranoia, which occasionally is healthy, if we're being honest. But do you think Zillia, or you know, combining the two, do you think those will be a competitor to NAR, or at least some of the investments you've made? Do you think there's any chance I'm about to? bring out a word from the 90s that their agents will be disintermediated like so many other people that are, you know, travel agents is always the example. I know this is an old, boring question, but a lot of folks are still, you know, rabidly interested in the answer to it. Do you think there's any probability that, uh, you know, any emerging companies or existing companies are going to somehow disintermediate realtors? That means to remove realtors from the equation, guys. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we always have to be – on the lookout, we always have to be careful. I think that the thing that we have going for us in this industry is that real estate is very unlike the airline industry. An, air, an airline seat is a commodity, and where you're going to move to and where your home is, is is not. And for many people, buying or selling a home is the largest transaction they'll ever have in their in their lives, and they want someone to help them. They want a consultative uh, authoritative and experienced person that can guide them through the process. So I think that as long as agents are focusing on providing that very valuable customer experience, on providing that uh, consultative advice, on providing them with the value of getting a higher price than they can get on their own, on making sure that they're showing up, being smarter about the properties they're showing than their customers are and being smarter about the market than their customers are, um, then the realtors will always continue to add a significant value in the process, and, and that's the best way to prevent uh, disintermediation. I think that when we look at technology, as I said you know, before, never before have customers had so much data at their fingertips. And you know, when we look at history of um, Zillow and Trulia and uh, companies like Redfin, uh, some others, I, I think the initial business plan was coming in to disintermediate the, the industry. And I think what these companies have found is that it's, uh, it's at least so far it hasn't been possible and what they've all morphed into are actually service providers for the industry. So in some cases, like Redfin, they just became a very technology-sophisticated brokerage, and, and they, you know, they have a, kind of a different model out there, but a different brokerage model in terms of how they do um, payments for their agents. But 
but really, you know, they're an online brokerage or you know, a technology-sophisticated brokerage. Um, and then if you look at Zillow and Trulia, well, they turned out to be media companies. And so, you know, in, in the end of the day, I think that um, there, you know, we never want to say never, and we need to be careful, and we need to be on the lookout. We can't sit on our laurels, and uh, you know, like anyone, uh, any industry out there, we need to remain competitive and focusing on providing the best possible service to the clients is the is the best way to do that. Yeah, I mean that's the bottom line. What you just said. It's at the end of the day, if uh, the consumers of you know our real estate services. Um, don't like the jobs we're doing at a very fundamental level and somebody else comes around and says, I'll do it for you better, for cheaper, for whatnot, then, of course, that's the direction that the industry is going to head. So if you guys want to keep yourselves as a relevant part of the real estate transaction, you've got to be really excellent at this, the service you provide. I hate saying service because that's such an amoebous term, but it's all the things we talked about. I mean, all the things that Constant mentioned today on the interview, get involved in those technologies. Get involved with uh, back at your media.com at updater.com. I thought that's a fantastic concept too. Uh, you know these other companies that she mentioned. Think about what provide. What are you actually providing for the buyer or seller uh, that they can't otherwise get someplace else for cheaper? Because at the end of the day, guys, if all you're doing is providing, you know, the real estate paperwork and opening a lockbox so they can decide to buy a house or not, you're not really going to be getting much out. Uh, you don't have much of a future in the industry, and that's a fact. And we're seeing now more than ever before, a bifurcation of the agents out there. There doesn't seem to be much, many agents in the middle. It seems to be the agents that are doing really well. You know, the 80-20, I think, has become maybe the 95-5, you know, where a bulk of the agent, a bulk of the transactions are being done by fewer and fewer agents. And I think it's those that embrace the concept of putting the customer first and figuring out whatever it takes to make that goal true. And remember, everyone listening, if you need a free coaching call, I didn't run a commercial today because we were having so much good content, uh, free coaching calls for agents.com. Just hop on that website and uh, request a free coaching call. But in the meantime, Constance, I really appreciate your time today. I know you're extremely busy. We went a little bit over. Anything you'd like to say to the listeners? We typically have about 50,000 unique listeners a month. Anything like you'd like to say? You mentioned a way that they could get involved in helping you guys uh, test some of the emerging technologies. Uh, can you mention that URL again? Yeah, um, absolutely. I really want to encourage everyone who's on who's listening to sign up and be a part of uh, helping to both identify and and test out these these hot new technologies. So the URL is www.narreach.com. Again, that's narreach.com, and you can go on to the tab that says for realtors. And that will take you to the place where you sign up to be part of the insight panel. And again, what that is, is you have the opportunity to test as many of the, or as few of the products as you want and, um, and, and give direct feedback on how that these products can best help you in, in your business. And if you give that feedback, you will then have the opportunity to um, use the products at a discounted basis if you want to continue using them. And the products are everything from you know, many of the ones that I mentioned are, are on there, all the REACH 2014 classes. Um, and you know, they help you do everything from, uh, you know, we, we say get business, keep business, and do business. And so uh, I really encourage everyone to sign up and check it out. That's fantastic. And if someone would like to submit or to become um, one of your investments, how might they do that? So they should contact us, send us a note at 
info at secondcenturyventures.com, and we would be happy to take a look. I will say we get uh, tons of emails every day, and so the best way to get in touch with us is to find someone who knows us and get an intro. But if uh, if you don't have that, then send us an email at info at secondcenturyventures.com. So Constance Friedman, I really appreciate your time today. I've learned a lot about what you guys have to offer. I imagine most of our listeners didn't even know that uh, NAR was associated with any kind of venture arm. So you guys can – I was listening to what she was saying, and you can. I love the fact that the technologies that they're seeking to invest in are so, frankly, agent and broker-centric. They're keeping us in the middle. They're looking – they're making it so that the real estate industry and realtors in, in particular, that we stay relevant into the future. And I really appreciate your time today, Constance, very much. Thank you so much for having me. Everyone, um, remember, listen to our radio show tomorrow. We've become the nation's number one real estate coaching radio show, and it's been because of you. So please do as you've been doing and share this radio show replay with, with as many other agents as you can. In the meantime, I'll talk with you tomorrow on the radio. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at Tim and Julie. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.